In Georgia Ag and Review for the week of December 13th, we had more details on the FDA Food Safety Modernization Act. Well, there seems to be some confusion regarding the intent and impact new food safety legislation would have on producers. But American Farm Bureau Federation food safety specialist Kelly Lillum says that even though it is designed to give the FDA more authority and resources, it's aimed primarily at the processing side. If you're a grains producer or a livestock producer producing meat, for example, it largely doesn't affect you at all. If you are a specialty crops producer growing fruits and vegetables, the legislation essentially restates FDA's current authority to regulate the safety of fresh fruits and vegetables. And as the legislation continues to be debated in Congress, Ludlam explains the current holdup. It has passed both the House and the Senate, but in slightly different forms, just different enough that it can't go to the president until the Senate again passes the version of the House passed last week. So it's been sort of like a ping pong match, if you will. And right now, the ball is in the Senate's court. Ludlam adds that she feels that the current compromise will be beneficial without creating unnecessary confusion and work for producers. And with livestock news, Randall Wiseman had this. For candle producers, there are a lot of positives as we get set to close out another year. Josh White, Executive Vice President of the Georgia Cattlemen's Association, said it all starts with prices right now. With futures in the spring, uh, over $1.20 for feeder cattle for the first time in history, or, or a long time anyway at that time of year. We've also seen exports way up. It uh, looks like we're going to end year over year, maybe t- close to 20% up, which is a huge number. Uh, been talking about this free trade agreement they've been working on with Korea. It looks like it's finally going to move, and we'll be uh, encouraging our congressmen and senators to ratify that in the in the Congress and get that done. That'll help uh, over the next 20 years. It will gradually put U.S. beef in a better competitive position against other beef around the world. So lots of positive news on the income side as cattle numbers are still down, which White said should help keep profitability in the picture. The other real big news uh, from last week was the restaurant index being as high as it's been since 2007. Uh, we're seeing more traffic in the restaurants and the restaurateurs are saying that they're very positive going forward, a lot more positive than they've been for several years. So that bodes well for those steaks and the things that really add value to the beef carcass. Which overall is positive news for cattlemen going into the new year. If you have any questions on any of this, feel free to contact Josh White at the Georgia Cattlemen's Association office located in Macon. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner. I say dairy, you think milk. I say more, and you say cheese and ice cream. Now, a good cook will say butter, and a good cook will know that butter prices have gone up. Same problem, supply and demand. Demand has been stable. Supply has not. In a typical year, butter production goes up and down. We don't use as much butter in the summer as we do in the fall and winter, and that's largely due to the cooking we do during the holidays. Dairy farmers are well aware of these seasonal changes, and butter production stays pretty close to seasonal demand. But this year has been a little different. Butter production has been off all year. Why? Well, I don't know. So prices will go up again. Yes, but probably not enough to scare you. And don't worry. There will be plenty of butter all year for your toast and your baked potato. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.